The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to well, I want to welcome you to Motivation Muscle today, and it's going to be a very, very lively show, like they always are. But I would say today I'm off the rails pretty hard, so um, I can't wait. This is electrifying radio, and it's only going to get bigger and bigger. Um, so welcome to Motivation Muscle. Today is the 18th of August, 2018. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. And I am unstoppable. Why? And we're going to get into some of this today. I'm telling you, you're going to love this one. Why? Because that's how winners talk to themselves. One of the shows I'm going to be doing this week, and it's going to be with Steve Cotter. I've already thought the whole thing out. And it comes from my little niece, Maggie. The name of the show is going to be The Price of Courage. Today's show is going to be Drilled Down, which is going to be very interesting because I have, well, two very special, uh, not only friends and family members coming on, and you don't see us do a lot of three-way shows, but I'll bring them in momentarily. I have Gareth the Great Denyer, and I just named this gentleman this, and I love it because I believe this guy has really got his shit together, and he's part of my family here. And if you don't know who Douglas the Rockpile Graham is, you're going to hear from him today. Um, he was our M&M representative for the gathering almost two weeks ago, I believe it was. Um, and wait to see some more of the footage. Um, very, very nice stuff. Um, just the beginning of what M&M is blossoming into. All right. Go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. This is our premier product. Go out, look it over. The price is very reasonable, and I'm telling you right now, it will change your life. Also, Prosperity Consciousness, that is investing in, in, um, well, both companies. But it is on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, $50, and $100 um, investment. Um, when you do that, you get a free gift with each investment. In fact, you get two with the $1,500. Now, before I go into motivation and muscle, well, I'll tell you, we've been talking with this gentleman for, well, for all, over three years now, Gareth Denyer. He owns HCP Barbell in Texas. Um, and he's done, to date, we're going to be doing Diamond in the Rough Volume 6. This is six shows. The name of the show is going to be called Drill Down. Um, This gentleman has um, a pedigree of training, nutrition, obviously himself uh, being the guinea pig like so many of us to reach the stratosphere with physical culture. Now, I can't say this enough. You need to go back and listen. Well, you're going to hear, hear the sixth show will be up tomorrow for sure. Um, you need to go out 
and listen to what this gentleman says, his success all over. And, you know, this is something obviously that was in his DNA because his father obviously is a medical doctor. And Gareth at a very young age, if you go out and listen, it might have been the first or second show where, you know, at four years old, he pretty much had an idea where he wanted to go. And it was his dad's influence, like all of us, there's somebody we look up to. And it's always somebody that's physical, too. And I can't enunciate that enough. Physical. Physical. But we talk physical as in physical culture. It's no bull what we talk about. So, this is a gentleman you need to speak with because what he's done now, if you are in Texas, you need to go look him up, number one. But he's taking all his strategies, his successes, and now he's coming online totally he's been online but now he wants to bring the masses in he wants to bring our family in anybody that you know who needs somebody that is qualified to train them in every aspect you need to get a hold of them and really the best way to do that is through hcpbarbell.com there will be you know everything has somewhere where you can do a contact page that's he's on all social media and when we bring him in he'll tell you that too but that's a great way and i want to tell you one other thing we talked about this on volume five no cookie cutting no assembly line here when you go to gareth which is very unlike most people you're getting one-on-one all right so whatever is going on with you and if you decide to go with him you're going to get to where you want. But remember this, it's going to take as much on your end as it is on his, all right? So go out and contact him. You can get him on Facebook, Instagram. I imagine he's on Twitter, but he'll tell you that. But I still think the best way to do it is to go out to hcpbarbell.com. All right, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Gareth and I have done. Go out and look at all the shows Douglas and I have done. All right? There is a vault. I mean, I haven't gone out and looked lately. We've got to be close to 1,000 uh, podcasts. Our anniversary for four years is September 27th. So it's a little over a month away, and uh, that's pretty exciting stuff, how far we've come. When everybody told me that I was associated with said, you're wasting your time podcasting. Ha ha, the joke's on you, huh? So don't always listen to everybody because maybe they don't have your um, best at heart there, okay? Um, also, too, go out and sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. It goes right to my MailChimp account, and it will go into your inbox. Also, too, here we go, investment again. Invest in motivation and muscle. Invest in FBC. Go out. It's at the very top of MotivationMuscle.com. Douglas did all this, by the way. I want to give him kudos. Uh, we get together, collaborate, write, whatever it is. He uh, he puts it all up, and he does a great job, and I thank him for that, definitely. Um, so go out. Invest in us. And I told Gareth, anybody, you come in here and buy a month's worth or three months' worth with us, I will give you a month free. That's a $250 value, and I will bring you on M&M. 
And if you know anything about what's happening here, this place is just exploding left and right. All right, and don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. All right, I'm going to bring Gareth in and give you a little information on him first, and then we'll bring Douglas right in. Um, number one. Oh, that's me. I'm welcoming me to the show. How's that? What did I do here? I shouldn't have done that. That wasn't the way to do it, man. Um, let me just bring this up. Where'd you go here? What's going on here? Well, I can tell you anyways. Oh, here it is. I got one about here. It doesn't even do that. Well, obviously, Gareth is a trainer, nutritionist. He is the head and owner of HCP Barbell in Texas. And obviously, he's a hell of a friend and a family member to Eminem. Um, I can tell you this. There's He's one of the most genuine people I've ever met. So, um, Gareth, you know... It's always an honor to have you on. Welcome back, brother. Thank you, Eric. Man, I, I love it when you intro me. It makes me feel really good. Well, that's okay. That's what, that's what we want to do. I appreciate the kind words, and uh, I'm excited about Douglas joining us today. It's our first well, conversation for all of us you know, being on the phone together. So well, well uh, deserved. something I've been looking forward to. Um, give out, obviously, anything I missed. You know, give out your website, and then we'll go right to Douglas. Sure, it's acpbarbell.com, and like you said, all you have to do is click on the contact page, and it has all my info on there. And they can get a hold of you through everything, social media? Yeah, everything, social media, yeah, I'm on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can look at my gym, yep. HCP Barbell, or you can look at my name, Gareth Denier. And we're going to have, Gareth is doing some filming he and I have talked about, and we're going to bring that in. I've done a blog post on him. We're going to do some other blogging about him, obviously, and get him out there. And I want to get some of that video and get that on, you know, uh, etched in stone. Um, real important because it's got quite a grab. And we're going to do it, obviously, for etched in stone for kids. And I've been telling people my little niece, Maggie, is going to be doing some pretty magical stuff for etched in stone for kids. It possibly might even be next weekend. Um Lots going on here, but I want to get Doug, I want to get Douglas in here. Let me just uh, bring him up, and we'll bring in um, number one. He's an expert in kettlebells, maces, clubs, and powerlifting. But if you've been watching him, and and you should subscribe to him on Facebook, um, watch what he's doing with stones. And um, unless he's changed his mind. He's going after the Denny's next year. And I, I haven't said this to anyone, but I've been asked um, if we're pounding currency, and we will, uh, there's a good chance I'm going to see him at the gathering next year. It depends how close we can get that to Husafel, um, but there's a lot of stuff going on. I'd love to meet him there um, and everybody, obviously. So, Douglas, you know it's always an honor, brother. Welcome back. It's a pleasure to be back as always, Eric, and uh, like Gareth, I'm looking forward to having a conversation with yourself and with Gareth for the first time. So, uh, um, go ahead. Uh, Website-wise, there's the gym website, which is functional-living.co.uk. Um, there's if you want, it's mainly mainly what you'll find out about on there is what we do at the gym and essentially the art of functional movement system. And if you want to look at a pretty little website, I will be reviving a few online projects in the next few months, I believe, all going well. So hopefully I'll be able to provide them soon too. The other thing I wanted to mention to everyone is if they want to go on to Facebook and like the Motivate
information in muscle page because that is where in future all the video footage for the gathering will be getting put mm-hmm. in what format still not fully des- decided yet but hopefully all in one big chunk for most of it well we so, have yeah. yep go ahead brother i didn't mean to interrupt no no that's fine um so if folk go out and like that page check in on it then uh, you'll be sure to see it Well, it's very, it's very exciting. And I mean, as I said, uh, Douglas, you know, he's part of the family. Douglas and Gareth and I are entered into some projects. We hope that, um, well, there is no hope here that we plan on working on, I hope for the next 30 years. Um, and there's probably going to be some announcements at the end of the year pertaining to, um, what we are doing. Um, who we would like to come in. Um, there's going to be a lot of things. There's, I, I can't get into it, but if you knew what was going on here every day, and you know, as you know, I'm out of the office at least three or four days a week, um, I'm telling you one thing. I've never been so busy, but I've never been so happy in my life either. I mean, I'm, I'm dragged all over the place. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing somebody else in here just to do you know, contacting, uh, the amount of work just in contacting people and verifying them coming in, it's, that's a, that's a whole job in itself. So the growth is great, but you know, um, the consistency with currency is going to be even better and where we want to go is going to be outstanding. I'm telling you right now. Um, and I thank Douglas, obviously, for the gathering. I thank uh, Gareth for his generosity, too, and he knows what I'm talking about. Um, this is Volume 6 of, a di- of Diamond in the Rough. Um, this has been a very interesting project um, that we're affiliated with, and Douglas being part of what we're doing with the Electric Mind um, is involved heavily where we're going down the road, the three of us right now. And I feel this is uh, a good a good start right now, especially with the diamond, you know, diamond in the rough. And we're going to talk about drill down. And this is very important because Douglas and I spend hours sometimes talking just about this stuff. And Gareth and I have gone over a lot of this stuff through the years. But pertaining to what Gareth wants to do here with his online courses, which I think are so important. Douglas does training, obviously. The three of us might be different in some ways, but as I say, the origins are pretty much the same. We are physical culture people. We believe in the old system of doing things. We don't cut corners. We don't take people's money and rip them off, and we sure as hell are no BS here. Because I'll tell you right now, I said it to those guys offline, this is the best show on radio. There might be bigger shows, but beware, because we're coming. I wish you all success, but I really don't care what any of you do. I hear from other people about this. I don't care. All right? Good luck. But we are going a different direction. I have the best people in the world with me. So we're talking about drill down here. And I'm just going to start this. I'm going to go to Gareth. And when Gareth is done, we'll go right to Douglas and back. First thing is this. We've been talking for quite a while, and especially the stuff I'm into now, about the subconscious mind. And there isn't one of us here at this round table, I'm sure, and I'm not going to speak for him, but I'll just assume this, 
that knows mentally people coming in are usually very damaged we're dealing with. And it could be for a number of reasons. But I see this a lot with me is they hire these trainers. They really don't care. Might sound good in the beginning, but you can see like everything, it starts dying out, dying out, or they overload them, they push them too hard, get them injured, or suddenly they're not number one anymore. They're going to three other people, and you're sitting there not knowing what to do. So when Gareth and I came up with this idea of building these shows, and it's not only for his business, it's for everybody to really bite into and think about But if you want to go to Gareth, if you want to go to me, if you want to go to Douglas, that's your prerogative. But the main thing is here, we want to tell you how good HCP Barbell is, how extraordinary they are. And to succeed initially, you're going to have to start drilling down with Gareth or whomever. And we're going to have to figure out what do we got to do to set the wheels in motion. And I believe... Number one with anything, and I'm going to give this right to you, Gareth, is this. Obviously, we have to sit down with whomever, whether they're going to come in here or not. We have to make a life decision. And one of the things I have found, especially when you want to start changing how people think, how and what they're putting out and what is coming back to them is this. You have to start creating an atmosphere. This is everything. When they come in, what are you doing with them? Do you have, you know, everybody's a different body feature. Some want to get bigger and stronger. Some need to lose weight, et cetera, et cetera. How are you going to do and set things in motion and getting them totally sold into it? To you're going to be the leader, they're going to follow you, and we're going to keep exchanging ideas, and we're going to get to you, and we're going to get you where you want to go. So, Gareth, drill down. I mean, tell us some of the things that you do, and this is initially. Someone now has decided through Eminem, they call you, no matter where they are in the United States or in the world, they decide they want to come on board and, and Skype with you, and this is how you're going to train them. What initially will you do with them to start setting them in motion for success, brother? From the get-go, I like to get to know someone. Uh, Of course, you have to discuss goals, but I think when you get to know someone on a personal level, it makes a difference. It shows about it shows it shows me what they're about, um, what their personality type is, because they've even done studies showing that according to your personality type you train a certain way yeah. and I really believe in that because I it's funny because I when I saw this research it coincided exactly with the people that I've worked with it's very different from most trainers because they don't even touch on that topic but I really look at their personality because I want to get a feel for them I want to see what type of person I'm dealing with from there I want to get their history their background what type of lifting they've done, if they haven't lifted, haven't lifted in years, or if they have any medical issues, any types of injuries, what goals that they have. I try to get as much detailed information because with that, obviously, you can set a plan, set a formula for them that's going to be the most optimal. You, you can't just go in this and just gather little bits and like try to implement a plan that you think is right or some type of format. That There's no blanket approach here. It's got to be very specific. 
And this is what also sets me apart from a lot of people. I don't care the extensive lifting the background that you may have or what type, I don't, even with the past NFL athletes that I've worked with, mm-hmm. I still make them perform basic movements just to see what they can do. If there's any type of like, I would say dysfunction or maybe some type of technique that they learned because there's a lot of things that people do they don't even realize that are incorrect. You get someone to do a lat pull down or a pull up, majority of the people are going, believe it or not, as simple as you may, to us that may sound, they, they don't do it right. Yeah. So it's just a simple, simple, basic movements to see how they perform each one of those correctly, see if they've got the movement pattern done correctly. And it's more of like just like a full body workout. And if, since obviously this would be online, I would do, we do this through Skype or even just a video itself, just basic things. And also from, from right there, from then go right into the nutrition. Um, you, you'd be surprised. And this is what drives me crazy today because this is what I've been seeing so much is like, obviously intermittent fasting is really big right now. Yeah. And I always get asked about that and it drives me insane. Not to say that it's wrong, but to me, I, I don't think it's doing anything physiological. It's more of like a mental approach, which works for some because you're putting a time constraint on um, on people's eating patterns. But I really believe for what I've seen is that, that most people are not eating frequently enough. They're doing like these starvation diets and they wonder why they're not progressing. Yeah. And it's it just it's like, come on, you're already starting in the basement. It, it, like as far as like, you know, you're at the ceiling, as far as like top caloric intake, bottom is obviously in the basement when you're zeroing out and bringing a few calories. People have a hard time understanding is like, you know, you start at 1200 calories as from the get go with your diet and you drop it down to 800 and you're oh. wondering why you're not losing weight. Yep. But that seems to be the get, you know, that's, that's the norm these days. Yep. So I, I have to explain to them as far as milk, as far as meal frequency and, and actually food selection, the, the importance of that. You can't starve yourself into this physique that, that women or men or even high school athletes are, are shooting for these days. It's got it. The milk frequency has to be set anywhere between four to six meals, depending upon the body type. Uh, the, the foods themselves have to be healthy. And I push protein more than anything else when it comes to macronutrients and then fats and carbs. That's also, also depends upon body type and what their goals are. Mm-hmm. It, but all of this really depends. This, this is, this is what I think also people have to pay, pay attention to is because you know, all these plants, they, they might, how they start is not how they finish. Right. You, you have to, because since obviously it's a newcomer too, you, I, I have a format of what I do and it's more of a gut feeling than it is anything else where I would, what I would feel be the most effective. But it, as they progress, those adjustments need to be taken and they need to be taken into effect as soon as possible because I really believe you have to optimize all of this because it's all based upon progress. Mm-hmm. So every week I'm pushing for that. Mm-hmm. You, you, I, don't, I don't like anyone to stall. If there is a, if anyone stalls for more than two or three weeks, man, I, that's when I, I'm not, I'm not happy with that. I want to see continual progress. And this is another thing too. This is not all based upon scale weight. I've seen it time and again, especially with the young guys that I trained in their mid twenties, late twenties, they'll, what they'll do is they'll they'll hover about the same weight, but their body composition is changing. Changing, yeah. And yeah. and also Eric too. Also too, Eric, they're getting stronger, mm-hmm. but they're looking at the weight and they're not seeing any difference. I'm like, dude, you are at the best. This is you couldn't ask for anymore. Exactly. Even with guys and and, and females are, are man, you know they they yeah. don't scale weight, yep. the most important thing on earth. But even with my male 
uh, trainees, I've got to remind them like, hey, you're putting on muscle, you're burning body fat, and you're getting stronger. To me, those are the best three components you could anyone could, could really wish for. Absolutely. And you know something? Um, that All that scale crap is from just all the publicized garbage out crazy. there. Yeah, it's nuts. Douglas, drill down. Um, comment on anything you want that uh, Gareth said, but give us your version of what drill down means to you. And obviously, you teach everything, mobility, but, you know, like I said, it's very impressive with all the stone stuff we're seeing with you, too. And uh, take it away, brother. Oh, hey, I get knocked off track there. I just enjoy listening to Gareth talk so much. <laughs> so I'm just sitting listening away and forgetting about actually paying attention to how the content relates to what I want to say. Um, but one thing I do, I can say straight off of the bat, is one thing I had written was, uh, you know, it's when people first come in, yeah. like you asked, Eric, and it was, it was really good hearing Gareth say what he said because it's basically the exact same as what I'm just about to say. Which, which is, um, it's not, you know, there's, there's this big thing you keep hearing all the time about what makes you tick, what makes you tick, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those things I have a little bugbear for, because it's not so much, certainly with what we do, it's not so much about what, certainly for what we do, maybe for the individual themselves, it's about what makes you tick, or maybe not when I tell you the second part, but it's not so much about what makes them tick. It's more about how they tick. Right. Now, if you can, if you can figure out how they tick, then you can teach them almost anything I've found. It's been, it's, it's been quite unbelievable at times, but when you figure out how people tick rather than try to figure out what makes them tick, because that can change, especially with younger, younger people. What makes a person tick? essentially like on the on the face of it uh, can change and it's, it's what's on the face of it that people usually go for what's behind that for me for what makes people tick or how they tick is questions you know it's oh, yeah. all about all about questions so like when you were setting up this podcast and you told me the title and then i asked you is there any content boom there's a question and you straight away sent back to me uh, what makes your head work. Yeah. How's that? How's that? Excellent. So bang, that that question now fires off a whole a whole uh, parade of thought in my head. You know, getting my head working. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've essentially I've essentially already been through the podcast in my head. You know, not that this, <laughs> yep. not that this one's going to turn out anything like the one in my head. But you know, you know what I mean. It just, yeah. just gets head working so questions are are really important if i ever do like a public speaking thing or anything like that i'll usually write on the board questions dash answers dash solutions solutions questions lead to answers and answers lead to solutions you know it's just a case of what kind of questions are we asking ourselves exactly yeah and so you know everybody's head works you know, everybody's head works, or maybe more accurately for a lot of the time now, as their head is filled, maybe rather than working now. Yep. Possibly be an argument. Um, but most importantly, they're not questioning even their own mind. So, you know, you're talking, as, as we know, all the time about the mind. So it's one of the first places you want to go, you know, is to questioning your own mind. Or yeah. maybe... 
start. Maybe they might need a bit of help with that. You know, I've got stuff here that we could go into that might help folk just now. But, you know, something as simple, say, for me is questioning how I run my business. I mentioned briefly offline about how I've been questioning how I run things, how I could structure them differently to not only serve me better, but to serve people in the community better by getting them in because I know I have a great service to give them. Yep. You know? So um, that, that, that was my most recent question was, again, because I've not really done it properly in about six months, longer even. Round about New Year, the last time, I gave myself a right good kick up the ass. <laughs> uh, yep. you know, I've, been, I've been questioning that whole that whole uh, aspect of my own life. Yeah. 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 Again, it's about what questions we ask ourselves. Do we ask ourselves, uh, how does your mind, how, sorry, what makes your head work? Yep. Or do we ask, who do you think will win X Factor next week? Yeah, who, yeah, who cares? <laughs> sorry, that's what... sorry to make such a trivial comparison, but, you know, that's uh, un- sadly quite true of a lot of the populace. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. as far as I'm aware, I don't know. I don't really I don't really mingle with people that talk with stuff about stuff like that. Not yep. so much a choice, it's just the way it is. Um, so, yeah, what questions do we ask ourselves? Because questions are the core of what makes our head work and essentially then what programs are subconscious, like you were talking about earlier. Well, yeah, and what I was saying, you know, I call that like hardening of the head. And basically what happens is through the layers, through the decades, through what you – and this is very important. I'm sure I'm going to ask this to both of you momentarily. Um, There isn't enough emphasis with anything because I got flack a few times from people saying, well, you should cut yourself off from people that – are critical of what you do that are telling you, well, you've been in it for X amount of months, days, years. Don't you think it's time to quit? Um, There's a lot of relevance to that. And when we are faced with this for years upon years upon years, when you ask the questions, a lot of times, I'm sure, before you would even go to Gareth, go to you, go to me, you're just going to find every way you can to avoid it. And that's where you lose out. That's where the tragedy is because there are so many people out there that just need to be able to bend over and tie their shoes or be able to carry groceries in the house. Or think about it. You can't even carry your kid without huffing and puffing. And one thing that I can't stand is I constantly hear this. It's the aging process. That's bull. It's bull. Mm-hmm. All right? Look, Enzo Donatino just lifted the Denny Stones at right. 63. 63, Whoa. yeah, Jeez. yeah, uh, unbelievable yeah, too, right. man. I mean, me that, that guy, I, I've tried to get him on, but he only speaks Italian, uh, and I'm not fluent yeah. enough I got, in Italian. I asked him for an interview at the yeah. gathering, and yeah. no capisce, no capisce. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I've got, yeah. yeah, well, I've got friends that can speak it. I might just do that, but that's another thing on the list, but. I'll give it right Mm -hmm. to you, Gareth. The thing is this. Once you get going, see, this is the point that most people don't understand because it's not taught, all right? What it is is let's bring you in, we'll put you on a bunch of shitty machines, and nothing will happen. And you'll pay a lot of money. You'll get disgusted or, like I said, tweaked or injured, and you never come back again. 
Now, I can understand that. You do that two, three, four times, you're just going to give up, all right? But us three here and all the prior shows right up to volume five, you're getting a little bit different notation there. And one of the things I believe more than anything is, I've said this the last, I've been saying it on every show just about, but I've stressed this on the shows I've done with Gareth. People don't understand this. Do you know how unique everyone is? All three of us here are unique. They're never making another Gareth, another Douglas, or another Eric like us again. Nobody. And when you understand this, when you come in and you're talking to Gareth, he's going to show you that you are not just a fly by night. People need this more than ever today. And I'm not saying it just to suck them in to do anything. This is the way I do things and always have. I've had people say to me, friends of my sisters, when I was training my sister for a while, oh, I can't believe he can train you. And they're like, why? Because, you know, look what he does. He's a hard ass like that. See, this is where you don't understand me or training. Because, as Gareth said in the beginning, you can measure out somebody's level they don't even ha- look. You don't even have to go out and do a, an empty barbell squat for me. I can tell how you walk. I can tell through your eyes. I can tell how your head is held. Are you looking down? Are you looking to the left, to the right? Or are you looking at me? And as my pop said, if you're a male, and I even I shake women's hands when I meet them for the first time too. If you don't get a firm handshake and you don't get looked in the eyes, you don't want to do business with them. Now, people today would say, oh, that's not right. Well, I'll tell you what. So far, my pop's never been wrong when it comes to that. It's all yours, Gareth. Take it away. Um, Add anything, uh, take it away. Pretty sure Douglas sees this quite a bit, and uh, it takes a while to develop the skill. And and the one I'm talking about is being able to gauge how hard to push someone and and also at the same time how – how and when to tell someone to back off. That's, that's really the skill I, I, I see lacking, um, especially on social media or whatever I see anything on TV. Uh, uh, people, for whatever the reason, especially if they're new to training, they just don't know their, their limits yet. And I always like to tell everyone you, you have to have someone with experience to really de- determine where you need to be. I, I see a lot of people, and the numbers are pretty skewed, mind you, the, the majority of people don't know how to push that much, but also I've got that small group, that small percentage that I have to tell them to back off because yeah. they're, go- they're going too hard, it's going too heavy, and they're going too frequently. But you, you have to have someone – you have to put your, your trust in someone's hands who really knows, hey, th- I'm, I'm pushing, but I'm not going all out. And also you take into an equation maybe some injuries or maybe health complications – that's where, uh, honestly, you, you can't replace or you can't argue about experience. It's either you have it or you don't. And the only time that you're going to have that is by being in the gym. The, I, I, I've not built up my career training people through the computer. I've right. actually, it's opposite. It's right, quite opposite. Yeah. I've spent you know over two decades working with people in the gym, not collecting collecting information from someone online. Right. And, and and this is this is the key factor here is that it's all about effort. Some of you might use the word intensity, mm-hmm. but that effort has to be there in the gym. There's got to be that consistent effort. Effort. There's got to be some type of progressive 
strength or some type of whatever it is you may be focusing on. It could be also conditioning if you're uh, if you're wanting to work on that as well. But there's got to be that consistent effort to where you're seeing progress, and you have to be at the same time. You've got to be under the watchful eye. You've got to give detailed records of what's going on. The the other gyms that I see out there today, it's it's all it's all about pushing hard, it's about going crazy every workout. Folks, let me tell you right now, it's not about that. And also, too, I'm going to add to this. Let's see how many of those people are still training 10, 20 years from now, whether it be from lack of motivation or even worse, an injury that's going to occur. 1%. Yeah. That's it. I'm telling you right now, it's 1%. And I'll tell you another thing, too. Um, when you're talking about you know putting the throttle down or letting up on it, one of the most important things and if you go out and look at Garris, Jim, and Douglas, too, you've seen what's going on around him here, too. Atmosphere. Atmosphere is everything. When you walk in anywhere, or walk, have you ever walked near somebody that was vibrating good? I have. You want to be around them. It's almost like they're sending out a shockwave to you. Same way with the gym. You know, I remember one kid that I trained... Uh, about three years ago, this kid, Nick, you know, I got a 95-foot driveway. And you come up, and the last 30 feet starts with the barrels, the tires, and then you hit the stones in the middle, and there's stones to the left, stones to the right. Then there's an 800-pound tire up against the wall and assorted toys all over. And he said to me, when I saw... What I was coming up on, he said, without even talking to you about what we were going to do, he said, I knew we were dead on here. He said it was serious. And that's the thing I feel more than ever when we talk about drilling down is that serious. They have to know when they come into your establishment, yep, we're going to work together. We're going to have a little fun here, believe me. But it's a serious place. And weights, clubs, stones, any of that stuff, great thing but it can be a deadly maneuver if you don't have gareth or douglas or myself around you these are not things you go out and try to attempt these are things that you have to go out and do and master all right and that's what it's all about and another thing is and i'm going to go right to douglas is this because i just gave him a, a boatload of stuff um how about going out and having some fun i can't wait to get out i've got two shows uh, tomorrow, um, we got Lee Holland Keene coming on, which is incredible. We got Cam Ford, who, God, you talk about making his bones over there, unbelievable. But yeah. I can't wait to get out tomorrow and train. I can't wait. I'm sitting here right now when we're talking about this, saying to myself, okay, well, that's the thing with any of us. Go out and enjoy it. It's not life and death, all right? And when you proceed and keep building these successes it's only going to get better and better but you know what it's like somebody that dangles their feet when they go into a big cold lake like lake george here oh i stepped back no you know what you do you need to jump in man you need to get your lips pink and start having your teeth chatter all right douglas it's all yours brother okay well, I'll start with, you know, <clears throat> what you were talking about is putting the throttle down and tailing back and, well, uh, essentially guiding a client's intensity. Um, it's like, well, it's super important because the majority 
of people out there don't know how to do that themselves. They just don't. It's a it's a what's the word I'm looking for? A symptom of today's society. Yep. It's not necessarily their fault. They just don't understand it. There's too many things going on, and I think Gareth could probably touch on uh, more clinically these points than me. But you know, when it comes to what they're they have in their diet, how their hormones are work, <clears throat> working in conjunction with metabolism and all these types of things. So there's a whole kind of a lot of chemical stuff going on with people that they just don't understand or can comprehend. But it's our job to try and put that and translate that into a language that they can. Uh, and that's a big part of trying to guide their intensity. Um, I mean, the majority are compensating mentally and or physically in the gym. So you get people that, uh, I'm sure Paul has, uh, Paul Gray has spoken about this in depth with yep. you before, but so many people you will witness, especially if you ever work in a commercial gym, and if you're on your own gym, you'll see it too, um, hopefully not for long, is that, you know, the classic example is that person that already grinds shit out of themselves in life. Yeah. Like, they grind themselves, man. I've had people coming in off of the night shift to do high-intensity training before and send them home, like, go home, go to bed. Last thing you need to do right now is come in here and pound your already weak joints and weak mind. Like, just insane sometimes. You know, and as far as compensating physically, that comes down to when they move, you will see that they will be overcompensating due to some type of niggling injury that, in my estimation, in my experience, I would say 80 to 90, maybe even more people that walk through that door have some a compensation issue going on in their body. I have them. Yeah. Almost everybody mm-hmm. has them, as far as I mm-hmm. can tell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm right, Gareth, aren't I? Um, oh, yeah. Like, like everybody's compensating for something because we are repetitive people, right. you know? Yep. So, and, you know, it's, it's, so when Gareth says he got everything he had from the gym, I'm trying to do that. I, I did as well. Um, and I've been in the trenches long enough, a long time, with martial, with martial arts and with the movement. But, you know, uh, getting it from the gym, I'm essentially trying to give, with the way that I'm doing things and with the people that I work with, is give them that same mentality is to get, obviously not to be a coach and to teach people, although there is a huge element of that, and Paul's probably spoken about that as yep. well. Yep. And, you know, you want your students to be capable of passing on knowledge to other people. So I want them to get that from the gym and uh, apply it to real life. Now, that that real life could be uh, their profession, whatever it is. So we're compensating for being in a seated position all day or we're compensating for the fact that we lift heavy all day in our job in one specific way. Or it could be for your sport, you know, specifically compensate for that sport and or add to that sport although quite often compensating is what adds to the sport um in martial arts we the 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 philosophy there is called dry land swimming we always call it you know Mm -hmm. um so you know it's when all you do is practice but there's no actual real life application so i'm always trying to steer people Mm -hmm. but let's take a the martial arts break fall or i think they call it safety rolls and parkour shoulder roll yeah Mm -hmm. 
this is such a good example because I tell people so many times, like I got that mainly through judo. Uh, that was my first love, as I used to call it, um, in martial arts. And the, 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 the breakfall, all right? So the most, the greatest use, well, was two, the greatest use that one's a surplus to the actual purpose, <laughs> surplus to the purpose, Oh, I'm a pot in a that's a one. good. That's a good so, one, man. Yeah, it is literally a surplus to the purpose. Um, so, yeah, the purpose has been or turned out to be. It was initially, obviously, when I was competing in judo, the purpose is obvious. So you didn't, you know, break your spine. Um, but in actual real life application, if I've tripped and fallen, yep, I've survived. And well, I'm I'm quite clumsy at times. Um, Maybe it's just me, but I've saved myself a few trips to the accident and emergency because yeah. I've been able to break fall. The surplus of that is on at least two of those occasions, I've looked really cool doing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've just rolled up. Once was on ice skates, I've rolled over and I've just popped straight up and started skating back towards yep. the person that I tripped over. Yep. And the other one, oh, the other one, I went to jump a barrier because I was going to miss a ferry. And this was the roughest concrete under this thing, honestly. Like, oh, like years of wear. And I caught my foot. The night, the nightmare jump over a fence. You clip the foot, the face yep. is going straight, straight for the floor. You know, tuck yep. and roll. Got up, kept running. You know, yeah. that looked pretty well. Um, but anyway, the point is, is, that was a bit of a, a long example. Sorry, a long-winded example. That's but all right. Point is I, try and, I try and relate almost everything we do in the gym to something they can do in real life. And when it comes to movement, it, it is all relatable, really, you know. Yeah. And think about this, too. I mean, what we do in the gym and what you teach and stuff, I mean, this is this is the luxury of learning correctly from somebody, no matter how old you are. I got to tell you, everybody, this stuff stretches through everything you do, through the stratosphere of your life. And more and more people, this is why we're doing the teachings like this, is this. You know, it's going to take you a lifetime. I don't subscribe to saying I know everything because I never will. But I'm not afraid to take it out on myself. And when you can get to that point where you're not afraid to do that, you're going to become much wiser in everything. Why do you think, you know, when I talk about the stones here, when I talk about all the power rack stuff I'm doing with John, why do you think I'm even dabbling in this stuff? Because most people say, hey, at 40 years of age, you got to slow down. Well, that's not my nature, number one. I'm not even going to get into that. I don't even care. I've always been that type of mind. And I didn't know that. But um, as Doc as, uh, Doc Ridge would say, rest in peace, my friend. You have innate intelligence. That's that little voice they talk about, you'll hear people say. It tells you don't do it, do it. And you should listen to that because it's probably been covered up in 10 pounds of dirt for the last 25 years. I would say you know it, you just don't understand it. Is Maybe what it that, is for, yep. for the yep. most part. Yep. No mm. people, in it. you know, when it comes to questions, that's, it. yeah, you know, it's like the question. People have this burning question, don't they? 
Yeah, they know but... something. They, they kind of know something, but they don't understand. That's why you get folk that latch on to theories like flat Earth without actually really doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, just in case, I don't want to alienate any viewers because I know how widespread this is. But trust me, I've been deep, 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 and Eric knows what I'm like when yep. it comes to research. I've been deep down the rabbit hole and both sides because that's what I'm like. Because I do like to question. And trust me, you know what I found is it's people that are. They know, they intrinsically know that there's something going on, but they then attach it to a great conspiracy like yeah. uh, like Flat Earth, for instance. That's just one, for instance. Well, yeah, well, the, the, yeah, but the thing is, too, what, and I'm going to give this right to you, Gareth, I'm gonna, but this is how I'm going to put it to both of you. This is me talking now. You know? It's been brutally hot. It is again today. We, we've had three weeks of nonstop downpours. I mean, myself and so many people lost their gardens. That's a whole other thing. But being outside in that garage when it's 105 degrees is absolutely brutal. There's no air. There's no nothing. But here's what I have learned. One of the many things through doing all this great stuff. You want it to come to you. You want to go to it. You want to see who's going to win that day. And as Gareth said in the beginning, and now I'm going to give an example, when it's that hot, maybe you only do one movement, but you put it right to the throttle, right to the floor, and that's the end of the day. See, that's smart training. You try to do three things. You could obviously get hurt with the sweat on you, but what you do is you end up burning your system right off you. And when you have all these different things coming into the picture, those are things you got to be very cognizant about. Do I carry stones uh, when it's 100 out? No. Why? Even with tacky, you can't stick it to the stone. Okay? That's smart. Because if you try to be a hero and that thing falls on your foot, it's shattered and you don't do anything anymore. Do you go in the power rack where you're protected if that's what you're doing? Yes, you do. Why? Because if you lose it, you don't get hurt. Okay? So it's those things like that. But here's the thing I'm going to give it right to Gareth is this. I want you to punch me in the face. I want life to punch me in the face. I get it all the time anyways. I want life to buckle me down on one knee and see if I can get my ass up off the floor and come back at you. This is what's going to happen to you. I promise you. This will happen to you. When you start learning these principles and apply them, and they aren't going to happen in a week, six months. In six months, you're going to see quite a bit of betterment with things, but it'll take you a lifetime, and you should be very excited about that. It's all yours, brother. It's crazy, Eric, because I was thinking about these concepts earlier today. There comes a point in everyone's life where you're just like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of being scared. Yep. I'm tired. You know what's coming. Yep. Whatever it is, it's, you just get to that point. And you're like, just bring it. Yep. No you know? fear, no doubt. No fear, no yeah. doubt. Because you're because you're right on with that. Is because I look at life in this way. Is like I'd rather struggle my entire life doing what I enjoy, what I love, helping the community, yep. than have an easy life and just have and do some meaningless job. Yep. Or have some some type of job I have no interest in it. So it's one of the, these are the things I think about throughout the day because I'm trying to also correlate my feelings with the public and also the people who I train with is that it's you just have to come to terms with whatever it is that you're going to love 
even in relationships, careers, training, it, there's going to be a battle. There, it's, an, it's inevitable. You can't, you can't avoid what's coming. And we love talking, Douglas, I know you've heard our shows. We always talk about the, the psychological aspect to all this, and it needs to be addressed because uh, it, obviously this ties into to training and nutrition is that I, I, was, I was really thinking earlier also too is like what do most people do when it comes to like their daily routine, their, their thought press, the thought process and what le- leads to negativity. And I've been looking over this a lot recently. And what it comes down to, the reason why it brought to my attention was is that I was reading a study about high-level students in college. I think it was the Ivy League. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure out how these students were being so successful, but yet they, they were stressed, but not to the point where there was any depression. And they also were looking at this other group who were severely de- depressed in the Ivy League system. And so what it was they found out was it's the alienation factor. Yep. This is the American thing that's going on. I'm not sure if it's going on in Europe or not, but what's happening is when there's a battle, when there's a struggle, Americans, instead of talking about it or going to a mentor or even going to their families, what they do is they alienate themselves. Yeah, they bury they is, it. Exactly. Yep. That's the, this is the thing I think I've been wanting to talk about for so long, but I just really couldn't pinpoint it. Yeah. Well, when I was reading that study, that's what I see more times than not because the clients, even that I've worked with, the athletes, the adults, they'll run into a problem and they'll disappear, and that's what they're doing. They're alienating themselves. And we also go through these little times where we just do it like it was just a day or two. And that alone is obviously not a good thing, but there are people who extensively do it, and they continue to do so until they just bury themselves into a hole. I agree, and remember this, folks. I'm going to say it over and over again because I tell everybody they need to go out and read Think and Grow Rich for starters if you're ready to go. What you put out there, what you think about most is coming back to you whether you want it or not. And I'm telling you right now, Gareth is on the money, Douglas is on the money. One of the biggest things are your thoughts. You, I know most people think that means nothing. They discount it. Well, you want to know why you're not happy? Your thoughts. You want to know why you can't hold a relationship down or can't find one? Your thoughts. You want to know why you aren't driving that big Ford F-350 truck? Your thoughts. Okay? Now, we all have days. I do too. Sometimes there will be things that will get to me a bit, but I know how to back them out now. And and take, and they, they call it, I'm doing a paradigm shift. If you don't know what that is, we're going to get into that, believe me. A paradigm shift is when you take whatever's going on with you, and it's like switching the channel. And when you learn to start mastering and rewiring your brain, and you go to Gareth, you go to Douglas, you go to myself, you're going to wonder why I haven't been doing this for the last 10 years. What the hell? Well, don't even think about it. You know why? Because now you are doing it. These are things that the only way you're going to learn this is you've got to go to somebody like Gareth, Douglas, or myself. And Gareth has got the tools to do it. I mean, he's got the success record. It's like that's what you got to start learning at, learning about. But there are so many things. It's just not me throwing you in a weight room and saying, okay, let's go. I think a lot of it you can really get rolling with. And if you're of that personality and that nature, like – I can remember when I went to the old Y. This place was brutal. It was downstairs. Of course, they wouldn't put anything good upstairs. So that was Nautilus up there. 
which I like the early Nautilus. I have a few of their machines. I'm talking more of when they wanted to get away from the cams like that because it was too damn hard. So, see, it was going on way back when. And we're downstairs in this old dungeon, but I wish I had it, too, right now. I wish I could have that, too, with what I got. It was next to this furnace that was huge. And no matter what the weather was, the furnace was on. You'd go down there in the dead of summer, and you thought you were going to die. And this place had all homemade equipment and some manufactured. And whoever built this shit really knew what they were doing, all right? And we always used to get in trouble there. I've said on shows, those guys used to kick our ass because we were wise with them all the time. These dudes were just big, man. Uh, walking strong, as Dr. Ken would say. You know, big arms, big traps. Uh, few of them powerlifters competed, but the majority of them would be like, you'd see them walking down the street, and you're like, holy shit. You know, this is what it was. Well, after we kind of tempered our shit down, they started helping us out and stuff. And I got to tell you, it was some of the best times of my life. I didn't know shit. But I was around people that had, remember I just said about that buzz in the air? That didn't talk to you like, it's okay, you can do it. It'd be like, get off your fucking ass and do it now! That's how it was. That's how it was, man. And it's like, if you were going to go in there and say, oh, oh, I'm a snowflake, you're done. They would have threw your ass out physically. That's what it was like. That's what I love. I still love that. I love that situation. I love that going back and forth. I love supporting whomever I'm with and vice versa. Do you understand? That's what I'm talking about. Drilling down, man. An attitude. Atmosphere. Attention. See those three A's there? And most of all, apply it. Let's see. I'll go to... um, I'll go to Gareth first, we'll shift right to uh, Douglas, and we'll wind the show up for today, gentlemen. So take it away, brother. Well, I wanted to hear what uh, Douglas has to say. All right, take it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, not to, because he sounds so deep. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> I, I love it. He was talking about like the, you know, the, uh, being like, not just asking how someone ticks, but what makes them tick. And yeah. I love like this, the mental aspect of that, because I've never heard of that approach and he, he sounds deep. I like what he has to say. All right, Douglas, take it. Thanks for the compliment, Gareth. Yeah, it was, well, the, com- the comment was, you know, rather than try to find out <clears throat> what makes a person tick, because that can shift and change in my experience and probably in uh, people's own mm. personal experience, but more mm. how they tick, especially mm. when you're dealing with what they discern as uh, learning disabilities, as they call them, or, you know, whatever the, the labels they slap on them. So it's more about how rather than what, I think focusing on the what has been a big problem, certainly for me, in my experience. Um, I, don't want to, I don't want to take up much t- too much time, Gary, because I know you're particularly busy just now. you got time. No. No, well, go no, ahead. just, just yeah, summarize everything up, brother, yeah. and then we'll go to, yeah. then we'll go to Gareth. I'll, I'm all ears. Well, right, well, it was, I'll, I'll, I'll get through this as quickly as I can, but, you know, again, talking about, the mind and programming the mind again comes down to like what you said Eric is annoyed, what makes your head work or how does your the mind work and stuff like that. These are questions we ask ourselves so yep. we endeavour to find out how they work um, so it's, it's, it's important to know so I just wanted to 
just decided to go for it and quickly note a, a principle with, because I want uh, to talk about the three main principle, or I, I fancied touching on it if we had time. The three main principle, um, which you know, it's, it doesn't just come from me, um, it comes from much stuff that I've read, uh, and it, it's based on the Trinity three, obviously, mm-hmm. you know. And when it comes to, the, <clears throat> sorry, the three main principle is you have three minds. You have the primitive, you have the cognitive, and you have the subconscious, yeah? Yep. Mm. Most people react initially upon, uh, upon their primitive. Uh, then it gets passed on to the cognitive and then to the subconscious, yeah? That's basically how it works. I would like to just give a quick credit here, actually, because there's a, another good way of putting this uh, from a good book that also helped me to formulate this too, along with things like Napoleon Hill's work and various other Zen blah blah blah. There's a whole scale of things, um, but you can all. It's, I've also held, heard it called the chimp, the human, and the computer. Yep. So that work that works as well. If if anyone's wanting to, if any trainers there can identify with what I'm about to say, that also works as a good uh, narrative for people is chimp human computer some people switch on to that before they switch on to you know uh, primitive subconscious and uh, sorry primitive cognitive and subconscious because straight away they're asking questions you don't want may ask like what is the primitive what you know so they can identify with chimp human and computer anyway sorry that's all right so yeah three mind principles so initially it's your your primitive mind mostly that tends to react yeah, before it passes it on to your cognitive, and then it's the job of the cognitive to you know try and reason and and and, and balance and all that sort of stuff, and then from that, you know, you get you pass on that information to the subconscious. But what people don't tend to understand is, and you talk about this type of programming all the time, Eric, is people's negative programming throughout their life. Yep. What they don't realize is that the primitive looks to the subconscious first. For its reaction, so for the gathered experiences of your entire being, it will look to the subconscious for the answers for its reaction initially. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, simplifying this without getting too deep into it, simplifying this in my job, what I do is I try, as I I don't try uh, very much, (laughs) um, interrupt the primitive, so I interrupt that primitive brain. How do I do that? Well, I do that with movement mostly. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes I work with a cognitive, but I tend to prefer because that's where the problem lies mostly in modern society is an unchecked primitive process in their brain, fight and flight and all that sort of stuff and nowhere to put it, which is where physical culture, especially in this day and age, becomes so important in yep. my mind. Yep. Um, so you know, you interrupt that primitive process, give it something to do. It's like meditation. You just think about breathing in and breathing out, man. It's like, it's pretty much that simple and that's really hard to do. <laughs> to well, only think about breathing in and breathing out. So, you know, it's about it's about interrupting the primitive and, you know, what's more primitive than, than movement or even fundamental? Do you know yeah, what I mean? There's nothing yeah. fundamental than movement. There's no... Um, there's no movement equals stagnation. Stagnation equals death. Nothing survives without movement. So there's nothing more primitive in my mind other than maybe the, the machinations behind the movement, shall we say. Um, but there's nothing more primitive in my mind than movement. Uh, so it's one of the best ways to occupy that part of the brain in a good way, in a you know a physical way. You're kind of 
you can be you going against those barriers yep. you know, that 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 will activate the fight flight response fight flight freeze if you want to call it response in a in a proactive manner you know all that kind of thing obviously i don't go into i tend not to go into it that deep with my clients right um that's that's what that's what i'm trying to do with them in, in my work you know in my work that's one of the main functions for sure um so yeah i think i summed that what i wanted to say up there as quickly as possible <laughs> sorry well well no but you know it's like everything it's steps but i will tell everybody this the subconscious mind is your recorder all the other things can go by, but the subconscious mind, twenty four seven, is listening to every one of your thoughts. Okay, and I'll give you one other tip, and we'll have Gareth summarize everything too. Is this never? And I repeat, never. If you're watching TV, to fall asleep, because all those negative thoughts, and there's plenty of them. I was watching a little bit of the Yankee game. Everything they talk about is some distress, uh, heartburn, heart. Uh, you can't uh, get your jimmy up. Um, you name it. Okay. Now you get a barrage. Oh, you call it a jimmy. Yeah. Um, uh, you you get a barrage of that day in and day out. Um, and and watch and listen. You'll go to the store and you'll buy everything that's been on a commercial. It's been proven. It's been said. I've seen it even in my own family where I know it's on a commercial. The next thing I know, they're trying it. Good, bad, I, that's up to you. But remember this. The subconscious mind is always listening. And here's the second thing, and Gareth's got it. To go out and change a negative thought takes anywhere from 21 to 28 days. So if you decide, like I say on every show in the beginning, and every show I put up there on M&M or out on anywhere else, Apple, you know, you name it, okay? When I say I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. If you're going to key those three phrases to get anything changed, and I promise you if you do it for a minimum of 28 days, you'll be walking around with even without even saying that verbally. And now those three phrases will be going off in your head constantly. Think about it. Gareth, summarize everything. I want both you and shift it to Douglas. Obviously, I want you to give your websites out and any pertinent information of how to get a hold of both of you. So take it away, my friend. Sure. I'd just like to mention another concept here real quick in closing. Uh, Years ago when I first started my gym, I learned about the 80-20 rule. Yep. And, and what you break that down, it's like, you know, 20% of the effort that you're putting into gets 80% of your results or your desired results. Um, I, I wish people would apply this not just to like business, but to life itself. Find out what's critically important to you and put efforts toward those things that are actually going to count. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and where, I mean, health is pretty important. So it's one of the it's one of those factors that you really need to look at and start, start focusing on. Yep. Think about health because without that, I loved how Douglas said that. No movement equals death. Yeah. Uh, people, man, that's probably the best simplified version of anything I've heard in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. People need to understand that if you're not moving, you're going to die. Yep. And it just it strikes home with everything that I say. That's why I always like the boxing yeah. because there's movement in it and it teaches fluidity. And and you could see it. It's one of the things that, that drew me towards the sport. And, and, and also, too, 
we've talked about this, the weightlifting also helps the, they play off of each other yep. because I also believe in building strength and with muscle, as you get older, you're preparing because as you, you, know, you get older, you will lose muscle. So the more muscle that you have, the better you're going to be when you're older. So you add the muscle mass or the strength in combination with movement, you're setting yourself up for good things in the future. Um, give us out uh, HBC. Or, yep. Uh, HC, uh, go ahead. Yep. The website is hcpbarbell.com. You can click on the contact page or you can go to social media. I'm on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can look up my name, Gareth Denyer, or my gym name, HCP Barbell. Yeah, and don't forget, if you're in Texas, stop by HCP or call them, and I'm I, sure you can get in to I, see this man. I love it. But anyone that honestly wants to come and work out for a day, just hit me up and I'll take you through a great workout. I guarantee you, you've never done anything like we do at our gym. Right. And don't forget when you contact them on the website, um, you know, Skype, great way, but you can do it by phone or however Gareth wants to handle it. But um, the opportunities there, and remember, take your opportunities because, you know, like I say, every morning I get up, my feet hit the floor. I clap my hands together and say, today is going to be another big opportunity. I feel great. Period. Douglas, give out your websites and anything else that's going on, brother. Yeah, I gave my website out at the start, uh, just the gym one, functional-living.co.uk. It's just, uh, again, it's not, you know, it's, there's not, uh, I think there's maybe a couple of products on there, but they're not even mine. I'm advertising them for friends. Yep. Um, but it is quite interesting and pretty, and obviously every click helps towards how well the page even gets seen by my local community. So, you know, even if you want to click on it, I'm happy with that. Hey, Douglas, uh, when you're when you're a multimillionaire off your website, then you'll be really hitting it, brother. Oh, well, I've had one of my other websites. Or... <laughs> well, that's um, all right. But, yeah. Yep. Yep. But no, it's all good, man. If anyone what thinks that they could benefit from my help, either in any capacity, you know, I can do. Uh, if you if you live in the UK and you're willing to travel, then I'm willing to give you some free training initially, of course, and also we can continue because I can do a lot of my uh, specialized work via Skype and video. Or even if you just want to work out and have someone shout at you, I can shout at you over Skype too. That's no problem. That's cool. And don't forget. Um, <laughs> A.E. Russell is helping us with all the filming uh, that Douglas did at the gathering. So be on the lookout with that because um, the stuff that yeah, he's... That, yeah, well, I was, just, yeah, go ahead. Well, I would definitely like to say a note on that, Eric, because there's, there, there is some really great footage yep. from that. Some yep. of the interviews, some of the yep. people that are interviewed, like Lee, uh, Lee Hall and Keen and our mother, Susan Hall and Keen. We have a seven-minute yep. interview with them. That's awesome. We have Stevie Shanks and Davy Webster. We have Jim Splane and Jack Shanks. That's going to be great. Um, which, as I've explained to you, yep. turned into more of just a conversation between the three of us. Which, but it was amazing. But we need the sound cleared up. Yep, uh, we'll get otherwise. It. But uh, we have a couple of longer interviews as well. So yep. we'll probably release them individually once we can get the files compressed to yep. a, a shareable yep. size. Yep, because they are the highest quality video. Yep. Um, that's the that's the issue we're having, unfortunately. Well, that's okay. Apple format, yep. <clears throat> but we'll get it there, and it's it's going to be yeah, it's going to be great. So um, it's, it's all a process, brother. You don't start yeah, at man. the top, and most people got to learn that. And as you get better and better with everything, with Gareth, with myself, um, as I say, the sky's the limit. And if you think that way, I'll say it again: good things are coming at you. Uh, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. We are the best. 
and I can say that with courage and confidence, we are the best. I don't need anybody to tell me we're not or we are. We are the best. I feel that I am the best on the mic around. I'll say it again, too. Um, I've worked very, very hard to perform this craft, um, and I love it. If you can't figure out I, I, I love this stuff, then you're tone deaf. Um, I am very fortunate to have people like Douglas and Gareth with me, among many others, and you can see the growth and what's happening. I mean, um, tomorrow will, pre- will be your best interview with, with me. We got Lee Holland Keen on here. Um, they like some of the stuff, but as I told Lance, she hasn't been on with me yet. And I am not, I'm not cocky about it, too. I make people feel comfortable. I don't embarrass. And I'll put it to you, but she's just coming into the family, and we want her here like all of, all of uh, our family, 30 years at least. So be on the lookout for that. Also, if there's a show you'd like the three of us to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.RR.com. Don't forget to go out to um, Fiorello Barbell Co., Winners and Champions, Inc. That is our premier product. Go out and listen. Buy that. I'm telling you right now, you will love what that will do for you. Also, investing in FBC and M&M, go out to our Prosperity Conscious page. $25.50 and $100 investment through PayPal will do you well. Um, most people charge you money for this type of stuff. I have never charged anybody with the idea that investments and buying my products will help out. Anything you can do would be much appreciated. Also, too, um, you want to go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Obviously, look at Garris and Douglas's shows with me. There's not one that's not a gem, and when you listen to them over and over again, you're going to get more gold, believe me. Also, too, sign up for our, um, well, you come in and you'll get our free newsletter. And when you do that, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and you'll get content like you wouldn't believe. Also, too, another investment, um, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Come on in here, advertise with us, Uh, as I said. You bring somebody else in, I'll give you a free month. Not many people are going to do that. And you'll get to come on one of the premier shows, if not the best one in the world. And it's just going to get better, believe me. Also, too, um, as I said, um, go out if you want it. I already made the advertisement for to get a hold of me for shows, obviously, especially if you like us to do another three-way. Also, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Snap. No, I don't remember. We're on Spotify now, too. Uh, Google uh, has a, um, a podcast page where we're involved in that. That's all hooked in through Blueberry. It's an automatic feed that goes out there. The first day we were on Spotify. I know we were like over 80 people came in and listened to the show. I'm sure these people never even heard of Motivation Muscle. It's great stuff to see all this happening. It just feels great. Also, too, um, let me think. Is there anything else? Oh, AHA Radio, AHA. That's where you get Motivation Muscle 24-7 in your car. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire that will change somebody's life, good or bad, forever. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone 
or give them a smile for that day because you never know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And it's a great hoose of steel stone crusher says in blood red, domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. There is, but it's more of a tidal wave now, brother. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And I just posted a show, I think it was Thursday, that I did on Cheerleader. If you haven't heard it, go out and listen to it. It is not only exceptional, it's going to lead you to maybe something that you really want to do and not worry about the critics. You be your own critic. You don't need anybody else deciding who and what you are. Believe me when I tell you that. Also, too, John Ridge, my greatest um, chiropractor, he'd walk every patient in the door no matter what it was and say, keep smiling. Those two words mean an awful lot when you say them religiously. What I talk about shifting, paradigm shifting, have something happen. Keep saying, keep smiling. Watch what's going to happen. You'll get a smile on your face, and suddenly the world will look a hell of a lot better. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell all of your friends about us. We need you, and you need us. And there's nobody that talks like us. Honesty and authenticity, believe me. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We believe you and we got your back. And no one's going to say much of that anymore. Before I sign off with these two gentlemen, I've been reading Vince Lombardi again. It's called What It Takes to Be Number One. Vince Lombardi on Leadership. It was written by his son, Vince Lombardi Jr. And this is real important. Okay? Number one. Each of us must be prepared to adhere to his principles if he is certain in his own conscience that he is doing right. If he is getting the job done to satisfaction and to appropriation of the various public he serves. He must develop a thick skin to criticism and let the caustic comments he receives from some quarters pass over his head. It is sometimes a hard thing to do, by the way to go out and even laugh at things that offend sensibilities or offend families. That's what we were just talking about. Use your sensibility to go out and be the best you can be, and believe me, it will happen because you're all extraordinary with us. You're not ordinary. Gareth, it's always an honor, man. Volume 6, Smoked. And uh, Ed Douglas to the mix was even better, let me tell you. So thanks for being on, brother. Thanks for being on. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Douglas. Man, had a great time with you here. I'd love to do it again if you could do it next week too. We will. Oh. We'll see what happens. Happily, happily, my friend. That was wicked. That was wicked. Douglas, always an honor, brother. Thanks for being on, sir. You too, Eric. Thanks, man. Anytime. So, for Gareth Denyer, Douglas Graham, this is Eric Fiorello. But before we go, remember this: none of you came into the world losers. You're all winners, champions, and you are unstoppable. Think about that because that is what we're about. Don't get in the way 
of something that is unstoppable because you're going to just get split in two. Come with us. Don't stand on the side of the road and wait. We want you, and you need us. So have a great weekend, everyone. This show will be up tomorrow, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.